Hello, everyone. Welcome to An Imperfectly Perfect Life, Life Unscripted. I'm Sherry Lead, your guide on this adventurous ride. Think of it as a cocktail of life coaching, a dash of laughter, and a whole lot of real talk about transformation. So I happen to be turning a new leaf on a 26-year marriage. And guess what? I'm now the chief writer of my story. (laughs) And here's the fun twist. This podcast isn't about closing chapters. It's about the exciting beginnings, the unexpected opportunities, and the sheer delight in scripting the next act with a mix of wisdom, heart, and maybe a little bit of mischief. Every episode is like a roller coaster, the kind with more ups than downs. We'll chat about emotional whirlwinds, throw in some life tricks, and share stories that'll make you laugh and think. Think of this podcast as a heart-to-heart with your best friend, or maybe your quirkiest friend. Whether you're sailing through a divorce in your 50s, like me, or are navigating divorce in your 30s, 40s, or 60s, or you just love stories about people turning lemons into lemonade with maybe a splash of vodka, you're in the perfect place. We're all about learning, exploring, and finding joy in the most unexpected places. So let's jump in, hearts first, with a side of laughs on this amazing journey. Welcome to An Imperfectly Perfect Life, Life Unscripted, where every second is a chance to embrace and love your beautifully wonderful, hysterically imperfect life. Diving into my own divorce, I've become my own life coach. And let me tell you, it's like having a conversation with kind of a comedian who's sort of a philosopher. And okay, yes, yes, yes. I am talking to myself quite a bit lately. And I actually don't always agree with myself, but I'm bringing to you the tools that I do agree with and the things that are working for me. I always figure when life throws you curveballs, and I got to tell you, lately, mine seem to be pitched by major league players here with a wicked sense of humor. I don't think I've told you yet, but right around the time I knew I was going down this divorce path, path, I think within a week after that, my septic tank pump broke. And a week after that, my my two-year-old, almost two-year-old Labrador, actually, I guess he's just a year and a half old. Uh, got into a box of uh, um, cookies, uh, like not just a box, I'm talking a 10 dozen cookies that he he devoured. And so, of course, he had the run. So the universe was sending me a lot of stuff all at once. Again. So there's that wicked humor. But I have to tell you, after the initial shock, whenever I get these curveballs, I always think, okay, what is the universe trying to teach me? Where's the manual? And I realized that why I was thinking about this, and this is in particular, not with my dog or the septic tank, but with my divorce, I was thinking that many of you, I realize many of you are navigating similar choppy waters. And let's face it, during divorce, even your wallet needs a life jacket. So this is my gift to you. Sharing my self-coaching journey filled with laughter, maybe a few tears, but hopefully those tears are coming from the laughter and a lot of aha moments. I do this for a living. I, I coach people. You can work with me one-on-one, but this is these are free tools for you, my gift to you. And each week, I'll bring a theme that's been spinning in my mind. Like this week, 
I've been pondering the difference between emotions and feelings. Now, my birthday that I've been talking about for a couple of weeks, that finally rolled around. And what surprised me was the emotions that came up for me. I'm usually as emotional as, I don't know, a teaspoon. I mean, <laughs> this week, though, it, I look more like a actor at an audition with the tears of the way they were coming. And I actually had a really great weekend, too. But still, I was feeling these, these pangs of, of sadness at, at different points. And well, crying isn't fun. You know, it's, it's definitely not as fun as eating that birthday cake. I really, I really value the emotions that are coming out for me. Uh, they are, they're like unexpected guests at a party that bring the most interesting stories. And I've been listening. You know, I've been reflecting on what these set of emotional party crashers are having to say. And like I said, you know, the reason why I said I'm reflecting this week and what's been on my mind are emotions and feelings. It's because emotions and feelings are as different as cats and dogs. And understanding this is key to getting through difficult times. And here's why. So self-awareness as the starting point, right? If you can identify whether or not you're you know you're riding this wave of emotion or versus swimming kind of in a sea of feeling, it can really deepen your understanding of yourself. And it's really crucial, especially in this time when your life might feel like a sitcom, a sitcom without a script. Emotions are those raw reactions that sneak up on you. And a lot of times they're really, really hard to control. It's kind of like when you accidentally bite into a lemon, that that just reaction that comes over you, you weren't expecting. And feelings, on the other hand, are more like your thoughtful reflections on why you keep buying lemons. These Knowing these differences, you know, being aware of whether or not you're experiencing an emotion or a feeling can really help even in your communication style, the way you communicate. Being able to tell if you're in the middle of an emotional tornado uh, can really help you. It could be that alarm that you need to, to tell you to detach for a moment before you say something you shouldn't or um, communicate the way you don't want to communicate. For me, I've decided to use emotions as my alarm bell. That's my alarm to tell me to detach for a moment, to be my most compassionate friend looking in on me and to give me advice. And if I were my most compassionate friend and I saw myself in this emotional whirlwind, I would tell myself, hey, this is not the time to say something. This is not the time to respond and allow myself to feel the emotion, but not to be in communication during that time, especially if I'm trying to communicate something I want with somebody that I'm um, at the time in an adverse relationship with. So, you know, to, to hit the point home, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure you're probably like me, never has communication anger really helped me get what I want. And if it has, I got what I want out of fear because the other person was so afraid. But that's not what we want here, right? We we want to be able to communicate uh, communicate clearly, and 
also understanding, you know, understanding when you're communicating with in an emotional state helps you to see when other people are doing the same thing. And then you're able to give weight the weight that communication really deserves. In other words, you might decide that, okay, they clearly have lost their stuff and I'm just going to let them spell out and just give that communication the small weight it deserves because really they don't have it together right now versus if they came at you in a calmer, in a more calm way with a clear head. Also, knowing the difference between emotions and feelings allows you to make great decisions, okay? And this is really important right now. When life is changing so quickly, making those solid decisions that can affect really affect your future is really, really important. So knowing the difference between emotions and feelings can help you make decisions that are less, oops, did I really do that? Waking up, you know, the next morning going, oh, man. I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't make that decision or said that's what I want or agreed to it versus when you know the difference and you're able to act more on the way you want to feel in making your, and in the result, you wake up saying, yes, that was a smart move. So this is how I'm applying this to my life this week. Okay, when I was feeling these emotions come up and I got to tell you, and I'm pretty new to this journey, like you're you're dealing with me right now in real time going through a divorce. And so these emotional tears that came up this weekend, those are pretty new to me right now. And I decided to use these as emotional life alerts. You know, these things are popping up. So these emotions, I'm using them as like notifications on my phone and ask myself, okay, what's this about? Why, why did I just tear up there? Is it fear? Is it grief? Is it stress? Or maybe I just ran out of coffee. I mean, what, what, what's doing this here? And I'm using feelings to help me define my goal. What am I really aiming for? What do I want in life? How do I want to feel? And I understand that feelings don't pay the bills. So I I recognize that while the way I want to feel is my goal, I'm not letting go of what I need to get done. However, I know that I'm aiming for joy. I personally want to live in a joy-filled world, which means a joy-filled life. And yes, you can experience moments of sadness, anger, grief, but you can still have joy, right? And in a later podcast, I'll discuss how how joy and grief can coexist, how they can be roommates and they can make it work. And you, we can give ourselves and we should give ourselves permission to feel all these different emotions. But for right now, I really want you for the next week, if I were going to, if you're my coaching client and since you are listening to this, I'm going to just call you my coaching client for now. My mission for you, my assignment for you in the next week is to use emotion as a heads up. Pay attention to what's ringing that alarm. How is it making you feel? Is it really just anger maybe? Or is it fear dressed up as anger? And what are the triggers? What's going on there? Then use that to remind yourself to detach for a moment. Become that compassionate best friend of yours. And then ask yourself, is this the way I want to feel? And is this emotion really helping me get to my goal? The way I want to feel in life. 
And again, choosing something like joy as your life goal, the way you want to feel, it's not about ignoring the tough stuff. It's about deciding that even when life feels like a circus, I personally want my choices to lead me towards joy, not towards the clowns. It's about making sure that every day I infuse the emotions I want and I don't waste a day. I'm not going to waste a full day on on feeling bad about myself or feeling bad about my situation. I'm feeling in anger, feeling um, like I want to get back at someone. That's not the way I want to live. It doesn't feel good in my body. So that's been on my radar and I hope it helps you craft the life you want, especially as we go into this new year. I'm working with some clients right now who are trying to define for lack of better words, their New Year's resolutions. And I always ask, as they're listing these goals out, I always ask, how do you want to feel? How do you think this will feel when you've completed this? And not only how do you think how you want to feel when this is completed, when you reached your goal or, or conquered this resolution, but how do you want the journey to feel? And I really think the journey is very as important, if not more, than the goal. And that's the same as going through something like divorce. It's a place for opportunity. It's a place for new beginnings. It's a place that can have so much joy. It's a place that even can have gratitude, even when you're upset and angry. There's a lot of gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude for my 26-year marriage. I mean, I have two absolutely beautiful children. They're now adults, young adults, and so many great memories. So, you know, I'm not mad. These emotions, though, sometimes, I, I got to tell you, these emotions will come out as anger. Uh, they, they have this past week, and they don't feel good when they do, but I'm human, and they do. But I don't want to live in that, and I don't want to stay in that for very long, and I don't want to make life decisions when I'm in that state of anger, because for me, that's an emotion. That's an unwanted guest. They're welcome to come in and party for a little bit, but I don't want them to overstay their welcome and really... My life goal, the way I want to feel is to live in joy. And I'm using that to to guide me through this new chapter. So I hope that this will be helpful when those ugly party crashers come in. And um, really the next time, I guess the next time I I talk to you will be after Christmas. So if you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a, a wonderful holiday season and find joy in every day and really um, experience, experience life, live life to the fullest. You know, the, these, these curveballs that were thrown, we're thrown because we're ready. We're, we're ready. Actually, we're ready to hit them out of the park. Um, so until next week, you know, Merry Christmas for those who celebrate happy holidays, everybody, and take care of yourself. Bye-bye.